0: too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's com slash Therapy30.
1: First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipone You know, this
0: Saquon Barkley thing. Oh, yeah. I really believe that... If he takes this holdout into the season, it's going to completely ruin his career. And on if, style. And if I were in his shoes, I think it's a really, it's a really, really, really tough call. It, it's it, it is. It's excruciatingly tough. Dalvin Cook still doesn't have a contract. Leonard Fournette's not on a team. Zeke Elliott is a free agent. Your guy that you drafted in a running back's draft, Joe Mixon, might still get cut because he's making so much money and has such a big cap hit. And some of those guys that I just mentioned are fallback options for the Bengals. So it really is a tough world to live in if you're an NFL running back. So it's the, it's the one position where, like, the franchise tag number has gone down. Right. Right? I mean, everything else goes up. In today's NFL, this number goes down. I think Barclays is 10 when I covered the Le'Veon Bell saga in Pittsburgh, it was like 14-plus for him. And that's going back now five years. But the running back thing, too, I believe this is not Emmett Smith 20 years ago. It is so hard, I believe, to, to shut it down and then start back up. And we've already seen Barkley struggle with injuries. I feel bad for him. I do. But I think he's got to take the Giants' offer. Like the idea that the grass might be greener someplace else or he can play chicken. I don't think he can. I think that's the nature of the beast and the position that he plays. I think he's got to take the offer that's on the table from them and be happy that there is, you know, a 10 plus million dollar
1: multi-year deal that's available to him right now. Yeah. He's a, you, you covered the Le'Veon Bell thing very closely He's a freak of nature athletically, so if anyone could shut it down and start it back up, it would be him. Um, I do feel bad for running backs in general, right? Like, he, he got paid a huge amount of money based on where he was drafted, and it's a huge amount of money. But I do think that there's an argument to be made that it would be in the NFLPA's best interest. To not necessarily fight for the removal of the franchise tag, which they obviously would love to get rid of, but the owners won't go for something like that, but to try to come up with a more equitable system and argue like positionless football. Like you hear the term positionless basketball in the NBA. Now it's really, it's not really point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward center but it's just, it's all interchangeable and it's motion offense and that sort of thing. Like, Travis Kelsey is right. He is underpaid. But it's just because tight end is next to his name. If Bijan Robinson has 125 carries, but he has 65 catches this year, I mean, 65 catches would be what, a top, Thirty
0: receiver in the NFL. No, I don't think it would be that high, but it'd still be. It'd be that's that. That's like number two, three receiver production. Probably more wide receiver three.
1: But it, it would. De- it would depend on the yardage that he got off of it. I guess. Like it. So, and then certainly in like yards from scrimmage, he'd be top ten in the NFL if those end up being his numbers. Same thing with Jameer Gibbs in, in Detroit. So. I know this is like a tangential point to what you're saying about Saquon but like when I hear these guys say like they're fighting for the position they should take their money but in the next round of CBAs there should be some sort of like the cap figure should they should figure out a way at least for the skill position guys to have like an equation of yards from scrimmage or projection based on some agreed-upon model, something like that. Because Travis Kelsey's more receiver than he is tight end, and Saquon Barkley's more offensive weapon than he is running back. Yeah, I mean, the Kelsey thing I
0: empathize with because he's been able to do it at such a high level into his 30s, which is the argument against the running backs. Like, even if they did what you're describing, I don't think that teams would want to put that tag on the running back because the demands of the position – make it harder for these players to repeat performance year after year. Like for me with these running backs, the only way that it would change, and it won't because the league doesn't like it this way, but the only way for their value to go up is if they came up with something that made passing the football more difficult. If they didn't protect protect quarterbacks as much, right? And if that, they allowed if they allowed for defensive backs to get away with more, that's the only way that we would go back to running backs being more valuable. So they have the, the 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 way the league is structured now has ruined it for these guys. You know, I've heard people say, "Well, don't have the running backs count against the cap." I still don't think that they would get paid a lot of money. I don't. Because there's so many analytical minds that run that run the sport now that would say it's just not a good investment, whether it counts against the cap or not. We can't count on Saquon Barkley to be a 15 million dollar player three or four years from now.
1: Well, though so, it, it would it would be uh, you would get they'd get a lot of money, but they wouldn't get long term deals, which is oh, I, what. Which like, is what
0: these guys like Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley what they are trying. Yes. Yeah, of course. There's no, in my opinion, there's no solution to it. There's not. Until we see teams, until we see teams win on the backs of running backs,
1: it's not going to change. But even if we did, I mean, the Niners easily could have won on the back of Christian McCaffrey last year. Traded for him and he's expensive. But it would still be argued as an outlier situation, and they still wouldn't want to give him a new four-year contract tomorrow. They 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 made that trade to try to win last I, year and this year's Super Bowl. Well,
0: I think he would be looked at as one of the best running backs that's won a Super Bowl in recent years. But I think overall, we'd still say they have the number one defense in the NFL. They have an offensive mastermind coach. All of that contributes Very to good it. Line. At, yeah, yeah. Look at all the stuff around him. You know, so I think even then, if they had done it with McCaffrey in San Francisco, there's still a bunch of other reasons as to why the team uh, was successful. But, yeah, I think this is just a losing battle for for Barkley. And the other thing I would say in these situations to these guys is, don't do it because you're thinking about, like, I want to reset the market for everybody. Make a selfish decision. You know, take the... You know, even if it's not all guaranteed, take the $60 million contract that guarantees you like $25 to $30 million and put that money in your back pocket. And don't worry about like the other running backs negotiation. Like do something that's for you as a guy that has suffered a litany of injuries that has missed time, that's going to give you a lot of money you know, for the rest of your life.